Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetta here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in the End Times News Report Week in Review. And we have had a very busy week. Isn't that right, Susan? Oh, yes, indeed. It has been busy like all the past weeks. You know, when we've done this, it just keeps getting busier. I mean, the challenge for us now, Dina, is fitting all of it into the time slot that we have, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. So much to talk about. Right. So it's kind of becoming a pick and choose operation, but that's okay. We can try to fill everybody in on the news headlines from around the world that line up with Bible prophecy. And that's what we do here every week. Right, Dina? That's right. That's right. The headlines that match right up with Bible prophecy and the Bible is actually more current than the headlines. It's like we're ahead of the game. That's the benefit of what we do. (laughs) We can know what's coming when they can't, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get started because we really need to. And so let's take a look. We're going to just review headlines, international headlines, and, you know, discuss the many ways that these are connected to Bible prophecy. Here's one. Biden admin announces military will fund abortion travel to kill babies. That was from Life News. I'm like, oh, that is unbelievable, right? Well, you know... It, it is, and it might change if, because we have these midterms coming up mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. November 8th or November 9th, and so depending upon who takes control of the House and the Senate, they can probably stop some of those bills. So hopefully we can keep our fingers, or just pray actually, that he doesn't move forward with this, because this is horrific. Right, it's your tax dollars at work, okay? There you have it. Yeah, just vile and evil times that we're in. And I want to say something regarding these elections coming up. Mm -hmm. It's for the Christians who are listening. This is my word of advice to you. I wouldn't bank heavily on politics. I would bank heavily on Jesus Christ. Okay? Amen. And... uh, I say this because I get a strong feeling from the mainstream churches that they're looking to politics, you know, to keep things afloat when it's really Jesus that's keeping things afloat. And we need to look, you know, to him and we need to understand that, you know, we are in the end times. We are in something called the birth pains. And, you know, there isn't a whole lot that's going to stop what God has ordained. Right, Dina? That's right. I mean, as far as like what men want to have happen. God has put this all in motion. And America is a very, has become a very anti-God country, even with politics that people think, you know, are whether it's right or left or what have you. Because honestly, if it's a lukewarm politics, it's still evil. Okay, the lukewarm are still lost and they don't belong to God because if they did, when Jesus faces them, he spits them out. So we have to understand that there is a narrow road and, you know, mostly politics doesn't focus on that narrow road. What do you say, Dina? Oh, no. You're completely right. I completely agree with you. I'm just hoping that they're able to stop the murder of the babies. That's just where I'm coming from, but... Right, and I I think I need to maybe, you know, add this to it, that 
so many times I see the Christians uh, turning to politics and turning away from watching for the Lord, believing they don't have to watch anymore. I mean, surely they believe surely that the politics are changing and so they can put that whole thing on hold. Very and true. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here to say, you know, I don't care who they put in office. They cannot stop all the hurricanes and the droughts and the floods and the trauma that's going on around the world. There's no politician that can stop that. And that's that's God's judgment for a, a planet that is, you know, turned their, their back to Rejected God. him. So, I actually heard a speaker say, and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to wring his neck when I heard this. I'm not going to say who it is, but this speaker said that Jesus is not coming for a very, very long time. And this person has a huge following. And his reason was that the gospel has not been preached to the ends of the earth. And I'm going to give him this, okay? He's obviously not... And I'm, I don't want to, you know, uh, put anybody down, but you really got to read the word of God because the reason why the gospel has not reached the entire globe right now is because during the tribulation period, there's going to be angels that are going to be preaching the gospel. They're mm-hmm. going to be the ones that I believe are going to go to those dark places that humans cannot go to right now right. because, you know, some right. of these islands have tribes and they don't let anybody on the island the angels i believe that the that revelation tells us is going mm-hmm. to be preaching the gospel plus we're going to have the 144,000 witnesses the the jewish right. witnesses so you know when when someone tells you that they say that jesus isn't coming for a very long time that should give you a check in your spirit because <laughs> right. jesus totally. said himself that no one knows the day or the hour of his return. Only the Father knows. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and and this person is very politically motivated. It is a Christian speaker, by the way, too. Mm -hmm. But they look Mm -hmm. to the things in the world and, and, you know, how the United States is doing and, you know, things are going to be okay because, you know, this person's going to win office or this person's, you know, great. I think, you know, great. May that, may we have Christian people in office. That's great. But we cannot change the word of God and, and to say that Jesus isn't returning for a very long time. Oh boy. Oh boy. He can come literally at any minute, any second. Right. And, you know, let me just clarify that for people even further. Those words are actually meant for the second coming, not the rapture of the church. The second coming is at the end of tribulation, and that's what that message is for and about. And yes, by the end of the seven-year tribulation, the angels will get that message out. But I often have people come to me and go, well, the gospel hasn't been spread throughout the world. And yes, that's true, because the Bible says at the end of the tribulation, the angels will move it out. But the truth is, I, I can say, well, is pornography everywhere? And they go, yes, okay, well, then you know the gospel is also everywhere as well. Amen. So I think we have to, you know, we have to understand that a lot of these prophecies, or all of the prophecies actually, are pointed to the second coming. And the rapture is a signless event. 
In fact, it is a sign of the of the coming of the second coming. And the church has to go up in order to come back down with the Lord as well in the second coming. So that's how that all works together. Yeah, we have a lot of Bible illiterate leaders that call themselves, you know, Christians, and that's very dangerous. But that's the times we are in. We really need to pray for discernment. That's what the church needs more than anything is discernment. Amen. But let's go ahead and take a look at some of the things going on around the world. We have a boy dying from a rare brain-eating amoeba that may have been contracted at Lake Mead in Las Vegas. And then we had uh, some of this showing up. And Ian, in the waters around uh, where Hurricane Ian was down there in Fort Myers, Florida. So that's really, uh, that's pestilence, okay? That's, that's what that is. And then look at this one, Dina. One person was killed in a massive highway crash involving over 60 vehicles, including 20 semi-trailer trucks. The pileup happened last Wednesday on Interstate 5 in Oregon, involving cars traveling south from Albany to Eugene. Heavy fog enveloped the area, forcing the Oregon State Police to close the entire southbound route in the area. Traffic was rerouted to local Highway 99E, okay? This crash vehicle spanned over a mile of highway, the state police said, and they estimated about 45 cars were involved, as well as 15 to 20 commercial trucks. So we call that calamity, okay? That's what we call that. And this is interesting. This That was in Oregon. This was in California about the same time frame. The California Highway Patrol said 36 drivers got flat tires on the 405 freeway near Mulholland Drive in Los Angeles on Wednesday also. Same day. A news video shows the drivers lined up one after another on the shoulder with tow trucks assisting. So not sure what caused dozens of commuters to get flat tires, but isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Okay, well, we got to keep moving. So here is big news. If you haven't been watching our shows, you can go back and listen to them. But we've been talking quite a bit about droughts around the world. And I'll just mention some tributaries and rivers around the world that are now in major drought. The Rhine in Germany, the Po River in Italy, the Euphrates, which is, this is biblical, is drying up. And then that's out in the Middle East. And the Yangtze in China has had major issues. Lake Powell, Lake Mead, and many of the western tributaries are in major drought right now. All the way over to the Mississippi, which is one of the biggest tributary rivers running in the middle of the Midwestern area here. And so the water level in the Mississippi River is so low that the Army Corps is building a 1,500-foot-wide levee to keep salt water out of the drinking water. I also want to mention that the Salt Lake in Utah is in major trouble. Ohio River is also in drought. I don't think this is an accident or a coincidence. I think this is all, you know, God's judgment. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Drought is part of his judgment in the Bible. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And we know this is a serious drought because we're seeing all kinds of things that have been covered with water now coming to the surface. So an example of that is in downtown Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a resident, Patrick Ford, found the shipwreck remains of the Brook Hill 
a trading vessel dating back to the early 20th century. This was found, you know, from drought. We also have aerial views from satellite pictures showing these you know, that you can walk across certain areas of the Mississippi. In Tennessee, the river dropped to minus 10.75 feet, the lowest record ever recorded there. And so we're seeing all sorts of things. The drought in Lake Mead has now brought forth the sixth body in Lake Mead. They found number six. Right. Because of these droughts, the Mississippi River has its stranding barges and allowing seawater to move in with no end in sight. And there's plenty to say about this. This is a real big problem, and it's going to continue to be, it looks like, from where we are. We, I just got a weather report that said we've got a winter of drought that's going to continue on throughout the west of the United States and the southern west most plains area of the country. So we continue to watch that. This is definitely judgment coming from above, and that's how that lines up with the Bible. Here's an interesting headline, just real quick. Biden admin to release another 10 to 15 million oil barrels from nation's emergency stockpile in a bid to balance markets, keep gas prices from climbing. So that's an interesting one to watch. Attacks on food and ecosystems. Tens of thousands of salmon are literally boiling to death while waiting for streams to fill in British Columbia, Canada. So, wow, that is also judgment. We talk about that all the time. And for anybody who doesn't understand, you can get extra insight on this at our special Facebook page called End Times Mass Animal Deaths. And we have plenty of information and pictures and links on that page to show you that this is absolutely happening right now. It's a very serious thing. It's not just salmon. It's all kinds of animals, the fish, the fowl, and um, the mammals, just like the Bible describes in Hosea. Okay, wow. Power outages are in store for millions in the Philippines due to budget shortfalls. They've had a lot going on. They've had a lot of terrible weather events, and so now they're looking at shortage, energy shortages, and this is going on all over the planet. How about this one, Dina? Hail in Pretoria, South Africa. We've got more photos of huge hailstorm at Myersdahl Eco Estate. And this took place uh, this past week in South Africa. I find that interesting. We're seeing, you know, we've seen areas that are normally wet dry up and dry places getting wet. We see cold places getting hot and hot places getting cold. Yeah, I think God is really trying to send a message here. And this is just going on all over. And I'll just tell you this story real quick that came off uh, the news. Yahoo News reported that twins suffered horrific abuse, including having to drink their own urine before escaping their Texas home. And they they showed up at the door of a neighbor, and the neighbor says they told me that their mom kept them locked in the laundry room, naked, zip-tied from the ankles and handcuffed with wrists, from the wrists, and just horrible, horrendous conditions. That's barbaric. Oh, it is. It's unbelievable. And it says they said when they needed to bathe, the mother would let them use a dirty mop water to bathe. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we're getting a lot of reports like this. I hate to say it. It's really stunning what's going on. But 
Let's continue on. We need to talk about one of the biggest topics of the week is continues to be Russia. Some experts are concerned about President Vladimir Putin and whether he may be willing to use nuclear force to achieve his aims. And so if a nuclear bomb were headed toward the U.S., residents would have 30 minutes or less to shelter. This is very serious, what's going on, because he is a mentally ill man that has control of a nuclear force, you know. And, I mean, we should be praying every night, right, at this point, Lord, protect us. And he said that um, Ukraine might use a dirty nuclear bomb. He's also had nuclear exercises this week, like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. NATO had theirs, um, and so now he's having his. But they're basically, you know, uh, training for retaliatory strikes against the West. In the meantime, the Pentagon has conducted their hypersonic tests. So a lot of people are asking, you know, is this going to be a false flag? You know, um, is Putin going to strike before Ukraine allegedly will use this dirty nuclear bomb? So it's definitely Mm -hmm. very dangerous talk right now. Right. You know, so hopefully um, none of this happens in the near future. We know eventually there is going to be a nuclear war because prophecy scripture tells us that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's definitely getting out of hand right now. And... He said he's not bluffing, and you know what? I believe him. Yeah, and here's, let me read what he says here. Putin said he would use all available means to defend Russian territory, which he claims includes parts of eastern Ukraine, in the same breath, baselessly accusing the West of nuclear blackmail. Well, we don't know if that's baseless or not, but that's what it says. He has said that his willingness to escalate is not a bluff. Okay, so though U.S. officials say they have no evidence that Russia is moving any nuclear assets on uh, October 6th, President Joe Biden raised the possibility of a nightmare scenario, an all-out nuclear war. He doubled down in a CNN interview on October 11th, saying that while he didn't think it would happen, mistakes and miscalculations could end in Armageddon. You know, actually, they have to take this from a standpoint that anything's possible because we're dealing with something that's outside of our realm of control. If we're dealing with, you know, a despot from another country, right? That's right. And that includes the other countries, including China, North Korea and Iran and Turkey. And some of these other countries, uh, India and Pakistan, have nuclear warheads, too, by the way. I want to mention that new this week is that the Finns in Finland are wanting to bring nuclear warheads into their borders through NATO. And also the same, you know, it looks like Sweden might follow suit in the same way. And Poland. And Poland. And I just want to mention that I flew, I personally flew from Helsinki into Russia, and I have to tell you that the bay that's there that separates Finland from Russia is is no bigger than Lake Michigan separating the state of Michigan from Wisconsin, okay? Mm-hmm. They're really close to Russia. So the fact that they're doing this with NATO and everything, boy, this thing is really becoming a World War III scenario. Yeah, and he's not going to allow those nuclear weapons, like Putin, he's not going to allow those nuclear weapons in those countries. That's not going to happen. They can talk all they want, 
but I think there'll be a war before that happens. Yeah, it's looking very, very serious. All right, well, let's continue to pick up some of these headlines because we've got so many. Seven dead in an apartment fire in Wisconsin. And again, I classify that as calamity in times just Things going on in the end times are horrible. Here's a couple guys, uh, Marion Tupi and Gail Pooley, co-authors of a new book called Super Abundance. And they sat down with a Dr. Jordan B. Peterson to discuss their studies into overpopulation, the myths surrounding the subject, and how academia has created a new philosophy that demonizes modern man simply for existing. These guys in their book, Superabundance, say that we are not in a situation that the Illuminatis and the higher-ups would have you believe that we're out of resources, and that's why they have to depopulate or, you know, focus on such topics. And, you know, their argument is that's ridiculous, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That the planet has more than enough to suffice in taking care. In fact, we've heard farmers say America farmland could feed the world, okay, if given the opportunity to do so. But we see that this is, you know, turning the tide. And I believe, as you and I both know, Dina, it's a, it's more about control than it is lack of abundance. W- would you not agree? I agree. Yes, definitely. Okay. All right. Uh, Another interesting headline, Iranian cargo planes land in Moscow and Russia while Europe sanctions Iran for delivery of drones. Oh, boy. Florida residents witnessed a major water spout, and that's pretty big because we continue to see water spouts all over the planet. They're everywhere. Yeah, it's going on all over. It's definitely a sign. These are all signs, but here's something really big going on, and you can talk about this, but this headline is saying, while all eyes are on oil, dangerous tipping point for diesel is just weeks away. I've heard it's as soon as 23 days away, and it'll be, you know, 21 days by the time this report is out that they are going to be short of diesel fuel. I heard the same thing. And that this is a real deal breaker, a real problem. So according to the EIA, and don't ask me what that stands for, sounds official, okay? U.S. now has just 23 days of diesel supply, the lowest since 2008. And while inventories are a record low, the four-week rolling average of distillates supplied a proxy for demand rose to its highest seasonal level since 2007. So this has seemed to be downplayed a bit because, you know, we've been really focused on our oil uh, prices. But this is looking serious, the diesel situation. That could have a lot of ramifications, right, Dina? That's right. Oh, yeah. We seem to be at lack with everything or like right on the edge. Uh-huh, right. Like right there, yeah. riding the edge. Yeah, yeah, with air, with a lot of resources, whether man-made or God-made, like droughts and water and diesel and gas and electricity and everything else. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Well, I'm going to just totally change the topic here because this is an unbelievable. Uh, here's a headline from MSN. 
stating it was hysterical. A Texas grandmother dying of cancer had her family hand out handmade Ouija boards at her funeral with the statement, you know, keep in touch. Okay. Oh, boy. Right. Jody Perryman, 81, passed away from cancer October 12th, but left her loved ones who attended her October 16th funeral something to remember, a note with a photo of her and a makeshift Ouija board. According to a tweet by Perryman's granddaughter, Gracie Perryman, 20, the Ouija board note also included a photograph of Perryman sticking her tongue out and putting two middle fingers in the air and a message that read, let's keep in touch. And it goes on to say it was hysterical. Perryman's granddaughter told today, and everybody was like, of course, that's so Jody of her. And the story goes on about this. Now, my comment on this is, you know, this is an abomination. It's called necromancing, the Ouija board. And any any attempt to communicate with the dead is evil, according to the Bible. And we are, of course, in the last times because, you know, people are making light of such things when the Bible clearly points out that these are an abomination of God and evil. And this is just disturbing that this woman would do this. And it's even more disturbing that the family thought that this was cute and funny and that the media thought it was cute and funny. You know, this is just a statement of where we are. You know, no fear of God anymore. Just, you know, just a total lack of understanding of God and what he stands for, you know. Mm-hmm. Sad for her. Oh, terribly sad. Terribly. Sad for her. Very, like, devastating for her. Right. Right. Because if she's... I mean, God is the judge, but if she's telling mm-hmm. people to use that at her funeral, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where is she for eternity? Right. It's sad. Very, 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 very sad. Horrendous. Right. Okay. Well, we see a callous couple has been jailed for a combined 12 years for using 13-year-old boy to transport crack cocaine from London to Kent. The couple would message the 13-year-old instructions to carry the drugs across county lines and controlled him to supply crack cocaine and heroin between London and Kent. So, wow, so much evil going on. In the, I mean, these people are desperate. They'll do whatever it takes, you know, to mm-hmm. just horrendous horrendous measures and means to move drugs even using a child it's just you just can't believe these things are going on and we have another headline here that's just really disturbing it's primatologists and animal rights activists are condemning monkey studies in the laboratory of harvard university neuroscientist margaret livingstone The work which involves removing newborns from their mothers and in two cases in suturing their eyelids shut to understand how the primate brain processes faces is cruel and unethical, they say. But some neuroscientists defend the studies as crucial for understanding human vision. I'm like, give me a break. I don't think we have to suture anybody's eyes shut to to find this out. This is is horrendous. I mean, it just, oh, that's shocking that Catherine Hobiter, a primatologist at the University of St. Andrews, who has studied primates in the wild for 17 years. As a scientist, I question what we are learning that we wouldn't learn in another way. As a human, she says, I'm horrified. Things are just getting so vile and ugly. You just have to understand that um, these are end times events, both small and large. 
and you can see that evil is really moving. Now, we've reported on that horrible event, Hurricane Ian, and, you know, they've had all kinds of things going on there. They've had the brain-eating amoeba showing up, and they've had, you know, mold is takes over almost as soon as you have a flood of some sort. They've had total losses. But here's a new thing they've got. Hurricane Ian hit Florida in late September, causing massive flooding. But the standing water from the flood has led to hordes of mosquitoes, NBC News reported. The state, alongside local officials, is spending millions to curb the spread of disease. State and local officials in Florida are spending this money trying to address a surge in mosquitoes after the hurricane in in an effort to curb ongoing diseases. They're biting and they're out of control. Isn't that horrible? Horrific. I mean, just when you thought it was safe to come out of the water, I mean, they just are having more and more problems in that area. Now, here's a headline I want to read. This isn't something in politics, but it's just, it's a sign of the times. A 14-year-old girl in Florida took $13,500 in cash from her grandma's life savings and gave it out to her classmates, police say. Oh, my goodness. What do you think of that? That's crazy. Oh, I know. I know. Well, somebody needs to be put in time out for a long time on that one. Wow. Okay. This is just what we've come down to. Here's another one that's really unbelievable. A young woman survived an ISIS attack. She was a 17-year-old. Shante DeCorte was waiting to board a plane headed to Italy for a school trip in 2016 when an explosion went off in the Brussels Zaventern Airport. Parts of the airport filled with smoke and panicked people started running before a second bomb went off. And 32 people were killed in the airport and the corresponding attack at the metro station that day, both claimed by ISIS. But here we are, you know, uh, sometime later. She was 17 at this time, and she had PTSD from that, okay, the post-trauma disorder. And this is what happened. By the time she's 23, she chose to commit suicide through euthanasia. Oh, that's horrible. Right. It's a controversial case in Belgium is sparking well-deserved increased scrutiny on the country's euthanasia law. Okay, though she did not sustain physical injuries, the trauma of the Brussels terror attack event proved too emotionally difficult for her. And so that was her opt-out. And Belgium was only too happy to help her with this decision. Just want to add that Belgium's skyrocketing euthanasia numbers should come as no surprise. More than 27,000 people have died from euthanasia in Belgium since it was legalized in 2002. In 2021, it was estimated that nearly one in five people euthanized were not likely to die naturally in the immediate future. Okay, so that tells you right there. That is just ridiculous what they're doing over there, and somebody needs to stop it. But, you know, it is the end times, okay? Now, Australian Bank begins linking customer transactions to carbon footprints, okay? Let's see what that is. They're trying to figure out how to monitor your account, and they want to control you having to do with what they deem as going against the carbon footprint of the planet. So what do you make of that, Dina? What is there to say about that? (laughs) I mean, it's never ending with them. Unbelievable. Just, wow. I mean, uh, 
I don't think they're very creative in their means, honestly. Carbon footprint, you know, that's just wow. I'm not surprised, though. I mean, no, no, you know, same, it, same games, no. different day. They need to get more creative, though, like you said. Right. Three New York professionals died of fentanyl overdoses after ordering cocaine from the same drug delivery service, leading to charges for the dealer behind the deliveries. So a tainted cocaine purchase turned deadly because it was laced with fentanyl. Oh, wow. And that's becoming the norm in the drug world. Unfortunately. Very dangerous world. Okay. For drug users, especially. Okay, I mean, you know, God is very symbolic in the Bible, Dina. He uses symbolism quite a bit to make his point. Oh, yes. And so we've, we've, we've covered a lot of snake activity. And this is absolutely satanic when you hear about, you know, one couple had two fighting snakes that fell through their ceiling in front of them in their bedroom. That that would be a bad day, I think. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, this isn't funny. In Indonesia, a woman went out to collect rubber, and they couldn't find her. Well, they did find her. She was had been swallowed whole in a 22-foot python. I heard about this. Yes, they found her intact because this particular python was one of the, you know, few that could actually pull something like that off. This is disturbing. This is truly disturbing. These animals are turning demonic. Right. There was a couple that came into their bedroom and saw a fox sitting on their bed this week. Oh, boy. Now, yes, he was just sitting there on their bed. Now, let me tell you what the fox means in the Bible. The fox, as in the Song of Solomon, represents the demonic because, and sins and the demonic because the little foxes have spoiled the vine. Well, that yep. means the sin that's, you know, it looks furry and cute, inviting, but it'll turn on you with its sharp teeth. Just like, you know, Satan comes as a lion looking for who he can you know, destroy. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same concept. So if you find a fox on your bed, that's not a good look. That is a bad, bad <laughs> situation. And you know, the same week that they find a fox on their bed, a man came into his bedroom and there was a vulture sitting on his bed. Oh boy. Right. Again, not a good symbolic sign to have a vulture on your bed because vultures in the bible also represent death you know this has been a crazy week dina as far as things going on and it just gets crazier by the day and so arnie the soak i'm sorry if i can't pronounce that is the first brit to get microchip with a bank card implant from biotech company wallet more letting him pay with just his right hand zoke 40 forked out money to have the operation done in Germany. And it was, you know, a sign of the times. I mean, we're really starting to get close. Well, to... he proves right there that the technology is there. Mm -hmm. He's using this to pay for items. So what does Revelation 13 tell us? That no man, whether small or great, is going to have to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead in order to buy or sell and the mark will be associated with 666 so this is already kind of happening the only difference is it's not being enforced so yeah so this is just a 
sure precursor to things that are going to happen during the Great Tribulation. We're seeing it now. People are getting it, you know, for convenience or whatever. But during the Tribulation, you will have no choice but to get it. And if you do not get it, then you have a high probability of being hunted down, killed, imprisoned, and beheaded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, all this is beginning to culminate into what we expect to be happening before too long is um, the movement of the Antichrist system, the Mark of the Beast. That's right. And it's here. It's, it's now. People need to sit up and pay attention. All right. Here's some more news. California webcam captures a 5.1 earthquake in San Francisco Bay this week. So San Francisco Bay got a little shook up, all right? And there was a strong explosive eruption at the Zemini volcano in Russia. Violent thunderstorms and tornadoes hit France. A 6.3 mega earthquake hit the South Sandwich Islands region. That's a pretty good size earthquake. The reactivation of a dormant Edgecombe volcano in Alaska. You know, when you have a dormant volcano coming to life, that's very interesting. Another sign. Tropical cyclone Citrang makes landfall in Bangladesh, damaging 10,000 homes and leaving at least 25 people dead wow right and deadly floods engulf wide parts of africa benin south sudan chad gabon and nigeria in states of emergency millions evacuated dozens dead and we had a facebook member in nigeria say you haven't seen anything until you've seen what they are seeing in nigeria it's just really really bad but there was this week shallow mega 6.4 earthquake also in luzon philippines with 26 injured there we also had a sign in the sky a partial solar eclipse on october 25th over all europe and maximum in northwest Russia as well. That's where they saw that eclipse. Okay. So we just are really getting a lot of things going on. Okay. I'm just going to mention this really quickly. We have talked about this in the past, but there seems to be a lot of interest in something called UFOs, unidentified flying objects. And I have always believed, Dina, that the enemy would use the alien thing to explain away the rapture of the church. And the fact that it's a growing concern to even places like the Pentagon and Congress and the Vatican and all sorts of other organizations is just bringing it more to the forefront than it's ever been brought before. I mean, it used to be, you know, something you'd see on the checkout line and people laughed about it, but now they're actually getting serious about it. And here are some attempts to normalize the whole UFO concept. In Canada, they made, they minted, the Royal Canadian Mint created a pure silver glow-in-the-dark coin that has Canada's unexplained phenomenon, the Yukon Encounter, they call the UFO Encounter, and they've they've basically minted it onto this coin. And if that's not crazy enough, the UFO somehow ended up on a U.S. intelligence agency logo. It seems the U.S. Aviation Intelligence Office has put a UFO on its logo, and you can see that at Popular Mechanics and other locations online. So, wow, I mean, (laughs) this is really interesting, don't you think? Yeah, sign the times, and I agree with you. 
I do think that they're going to use the alien thing to explain away the rapture. Absolutely. Major deception oh, coming. Major deception. I found this interesting. The bug eaters, you know, the people <laughs> that run the World Economic Forum group, they are now trying to push their bug eating agenda on our pets. CNN reports says pets add to climate crisis, suggests Americans should feed dogs insect-based food. Ew, I'm not giving my Rocky that garbage. Right, right. I don't know if many people know about this, but an ABC journalist vanished following an FBI raid on his home. And this was in April. He has not been seen since uh, April 27th. This is according to an exclusive report by Rolling Stone last week, 52-year-old James Gordon Meek, an an Emmy-winning ABC News producer and investigative reporter, had his Virginia apartment raided by the FBI in the early morning of April 27th. And he has vanished and has not surfaced. And he quit his job, abruptly resigning, and took off and left town that same day and he was working on a project at the time and i'll tell you what it was crucial questions remain unanswered after he had left he was working on a book centered on president joe biden's disastrous military withdrawal from afghanistan reported and so he has quit his job and left town with no forwarding address okay so something really smells fishy there i'm not surprised this administration this regime has a habit of going after their political opponents their enemies and destroying them canceling them and uh now we don't know what happened to this this man so here you go and you know i gave you some other strange and bizarre headlines this week but this one is really topper on it a pennsylvania man who police say abused his six-year-old daughter and left her in a hole in their yard overnight was arrested and so his name is john edward Kraft. he's 50 of franklin township pennsylvania charged with felonies of aggravated assault strangulation endangering the welfare of children and false imprisonment and apparently he had left her in this hole before but one time he did it overnight and he accused her of lying basically burying her alive and you know exhuming her the next day how Uh, evil uh yeah yeah exactly i mean we're really looking at um demonic possession of human beings what kind of human does that to a child a six-year-old okay who is her father by the way so just evil evil well we've got homes and crops destroyed more than 40 people killed and 73,000 affected as widespread floods hit benin in west africa this is just unprecedented so we're seeing all kinds of things colombia also had uh, flash floods in Cesar and leaving in one dead and 4,500 families affected gabon seven were killed in uh, libreville landslide after heavy rainfall and in tolima in colombia hundreds of homes were damaged by floods and Indonesia, four dead, 30,000 affected after floods and landslides hit Java and Sulawesi Islands. And so we see renewed activity at Anak Krakatau Volcano in Indonesia and floods affecting over a million in people in Chad in Africa. More than half of the capital of Ninjamina are underwater. This is just 
these figures that I'm mentioning are, are enormous. It's just fantastic what's going on, and it just keeps coming. Week after week, we keep reporting massive numbers of things happening to people. Okay, this is a report from the Vatican. You're not going to believe this headline. From a Vatican newsletter, it says, coming out of Rome, priests and nuns watch web porn too. Pope Francis told seminarians in Rome on Monday, the Vatican said Wednesday, warning the aspiring clerics against web porn. He said it was a vice shared by priests and nuns. It is a vice that many people have, many laymen, many laywomen, and also priests and nuns. The devil gets in that way. And I'm not just talking about criminology, pornography like that, that involving the abuse of children. That is already degeneration, but pornography that is little, a little normal is what he says. Dear brothers, be careful about this. I'm like, I'm like okay, he's attributing, I don't know, there is no part of pornography that's a little normal, okay? Not normal. <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, not normal. Oh, my. Just, oh. Okay, here's a huge headline. New York City's homeless students grow to 104,000, even amid enrollment dip. This is what the news said in New York this week. It's very sad for those children. It's incredible. These are enrolling children in the New York public school system. 104,000 are claiming to be homeless. What do you make of that? That's just... It's just sad. Outrageous. Well, and look at our country. I mean, inflation's through the roof. Gas prices are through the roof. Rent is through the roof. I mean, how do they expect people to live? It's it's horrible. Yeah, it's it is. It's very bad. Well, a Swedish zoo is on lockdown after a king cobra escaped through the light in his cage. He crawled between the light. Oh boy. And People were unhappy because they found out many of them were still in the park at the time this guy was on the loose, but now they've closed it down and they're trying to find him. So, wow, very bad stuff going on. Would Um, not want to be in that park. No, no. (laughs) And we've had meteors this week. A meteor exploded over Sakurajima Volcano in Japan. And we also had a spectacular fireball disintegrate over northern Arizona and southern Nevada. And so it was also reported in California. So we've had a lot of things going on in the sky this week and that eclipse I mentioned. And I'm going to close with this one. Terrorist attack in Iran. At least 15 people have been killed and 40 injured in an attack on a Shia religious shrine. So those are just some of the many headlines that we came across this week that, you know, we talk about weather, we talk about gross acts of violence, and men's hearts waxing cold, and all of these things are coming together all at once, Dina. Yep, and look up, you guys, because Jesus is coming. These are all the signs of these last days, these birthing pains, and um, he's coming soon. But uh, Susan, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing these headlines. I want to thank all of you for tuning into the show. And uh, you'll be able to find this on YouTube, of course, on our playlist, Jesus 24-7 and End Times News Report. You'll also find it on um, Susan's channel, Marriage Supper of the Lamb 
as well as our Rumble channels, and it will also be available on podcasts, so Google, Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. And of course, we would love to hear from all of you, so please do leave your comments below this video. And Susan, is there anything you'd like to add before I conclude? Right. Just want to put a plug in for some of our other projects that we do. Uh, we do more than just the show. I want to mention our 22-chapter Revelation for Beginners video series. Again, I like to keep mentioning that because, you know, we really cover Revelation line by line, and it's for anybody who's never really studied Revelation before. It's just follow along with us and we'll take you through it. Also, I wanted to give a big shout out to Rebecca Mayo uh, out there who helps us with the End Times News Report, which is on Facebook. And that's where you can look at a lot of the headlines that we discuss, you know, every week. If you want reference, you can certainly go over there. It's called End Times News Report and you can find it on Facebook. And then our big group, that we have do a lot of posts and information is rapture is very soon and just say hey to everybody over there that um, we are 106,000 members strong and we love you guys over there and we like put our videos up over there all the time and we want to say hello to everybody and come join us on that page so anyway that's what I have to say. And thanks to you again, Dina, for all your hard work. Absolutely. My pleasure. Love working with you, Susan. And love talking to all of you guys. And with all of that said, thank you again, Susan, and everybody for watching. And we will talk to you soon. God bless.